This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason LaConfora. Um, guys, we're hitting the, you know, week 12 uh, here in the NFL. And we're going to talk more about the Thanksgiving Day games and what's going to happen Friday. But there's a couple of things that are going on, and this just came down today. We are recording this podcast on Tuesday. Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has been fired. The Steelers are 28th in points, 28th in yards, 31st in passing yards. I don't even know how they've won the games they've won. I'll be honest with you. Uh, But we've talked about this division a lot, Jason. What does this mean for the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward? Um, not sure if if they've named the interim yet. Uh, as I said, this information is just coming down. I think Mike but- Sullivan's. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think Sullivan's going to be calling plays. Um, okay. Okay. Well, Carl, there's nowhere there's- to go but up. You know, there's nowhere to go but up here. This is a hopeless offense. I mean, they couldn't get you know, they couldn't get to 13 over the weekend. Um, you know, they couldn't do anything like sustainable on offense. You had you had Jalen Warren with a couple of big plays and that was it. Like like there there was they, they don't they don't have any calling cards in their passing game whatsoever. And we're, you know, heading into Thanksgiving. I mean, they averaged sixteen point six points a game. Like you mentioned some of the yardage woes. I mean, they're also twenty fifth on third down and twenty fifth in the red zone. Like, um, and now they're running the ball. So you would think, okay, they've established the last call the right. last three weeks, 66 rushes, 371 yards, 5.6 a carry. That's fourth in the NFL in that span. Three rushing TDs. Boy, if they could just do anything at all, passing the ball. Um, but Pickett's regressed. I mean, you've got people like DeVito out there throwing more, you know, touchdowns than Pickett ever has in a game. And so it's come to a head. Uh, you had players, right, Najee Harris and others, starting to voice their frustration. 
And I think more than anything else, Mike Tomlin, knowing him, I think he took the temperature of his defense and calls in the Watts and the Haywards. And even though Minka's not playing, Minka's on the sidelines and Minka's talking to people. Minka's act really active and said, all right, all right, guys, are you about to break? Like, have you have you had enough? Do you give up on this? Do you think it's hopeless and desperate over there? Because if you do, then I'm going to try something else because I got to try something else because I respect what you do and what you've meant to us, and I can't lose you. And he has the kind of relationship with players where I think they can have that kind of straight talk, and, and that's what I believe has happened in that building the last 48 hours. And so does this light a little different fire under Kenny Pickett? Does something change? Because as well as – like, look at their schedule. They don't play murderer's row, and as well as they're playing defensively, now stopping the run with Cam Hayward back, and the offensive line changes they made have got them running the ball well. It, it doesn't. It's not going to take a whole lot more for them to be back in the, you know, to be in the playoffs. So it was a long time coming. Um, you know, they were they were really slow in activating Warren and making him the lead back. I think a lot of that's on yeah. Matt Canada. And I also wonder, do they lean in a little bit more to option football principles themselves and play with you know Pickens? Mm. It's got legs. And if he ain't throwing touchdowns, you know, then maybe it's time to play around with the mesh point with him and Warren a little bit more. Maybe it's time for a little more wildcat, you know, and I think we'll see that. Um, And I think they're going to go to Cincinnati. And I already played this game. I I don't know if the line's going to move because of this, but I fired a few bets on it Monday night. Pittsburgh uh, minus one. I think they're going to – like. Mike Tomlin's not losing to DTR and and this uh, what's his name Browning the backup yeah the backup He's not losing to those yes. two guys Jake Browning games in back in back to back weeks okay that's 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 not, that's not happening that's not happening I uh, I commend Mike Tomlin everybody. Uh, was calling for this to happen earlier in the season. And he was patient. It hasn't cost him yet because you said it. They still have a chance to get to the playoffs. If the the record was worse, I think this would have happened earlier. But he kept giving him opportunities to try to get this right and to make it look and feel different. And then now he's gotten to that point where it doesn't and he's got to do something. And so we've seen now in consecutive weeks, two offensive coordinators fired. The Bills fired theirs. And now the Pittsburgh Steelers have fired theirs. And I think the message is, guys, you know, at, at the end of the day, you get to this point in the season, you know, you feel like, hey, we've got a team that could compete and maybe do something, and it's just not happening. you got to make changes. Here's the deal. <clears throat> Sean McDermott did what he did, and I felt that was a scapegoat move. This feels like it was a necessity. Definitely. There were two different feelings yes. about the Bills – and the Steelers and the way they went about this. And, and that is why, I, you know what I'm saying, Jason? It feels, this feels like this was the right yes. thing to do. The Bill situation was like, wait a minute, your quarterback is screwing up. He's turning the ball over. It's his fault, but yet you're going to blame this guy and, and run him out of there. And then everybody, of course, is going crazy because the Bills scored points the other night. This feels different. I agree completely. It is different. Um this is their core critical problem. It was the one area 
where you would you, you could justifiably have the most skepticism about if you were going to fade the prospect of Kenny Pickett um, developing or, or, or evolving and that offense taking off, you could make the case that Matt Canada was holding them back. Um, with the Bills, I mean, yeah, Allen threw some picks, but the coordinator in the in the heat of the moment from 40 feet above in the, in the press box, can't do much about that. And they had special teams meltdown, too many men on the field. That's on the coach. They had a stupid uh, blitz call that allowed the Broncos to set up that field goal. That's on the head coach, not the offensive coordinator. And and it was panic time. And the owner, who's been a bit of a nincompoop in the past, starts sniffing around and asking <laughs> questions again. So you, so you make somebody walk the plank and you give them a pound of flesh, right? That's very different than this. Um both may prove to be relatively effective, uh, but Fryer moves back, and I'm not saying he's great, but he, he can, you know, he, he can he can run around, he can move. Uh, Deontay Johnson's been back there for several weeks now, and everybody, other than Jalen Warren, is languishing in that offense. You know, Pickens. He's done nothing the last four weeks. Like you, you can't have the you can't have everybody underachieving on one side of the ball, other than you know in the past game. So we'll see. Again, nowhere to go but up. I do think just the change in and of itself will be a little bit of a breath of fresh air, some different ideas. Uh, and I think they're going to run it down the Bengals' throats. 